Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lunch with Leah, episode 409. Here's Leah. Hi, everybody. Ignore my hair, ignore my makeup, ignore everything. We've had a rough morning. <laughs> ah, it's been crazy. First of all, there's construction going on in front of our street. I mean, it's going to be nice when they're finished because they're paving everything and lining it up perfectly. But it's a disaster, and you just can't get here. Start with that. And then when I'm leaving my house this morning, I guess there's a leak or something in plumbing. And the city truck was sitting there in front of my driveway, and I couldn't get out. It took 20 minutes running around looking for this guy to move his truck. <laughs> then I get in the car, and somebody drove my car. I don't know who it could have been. And they opened up. You know, on the top where there's glass and then the window closes, they open those windows up. So the sun is just pouring down on me. You know, I don't get sun on my face or my hands, number one. It was so hot and I went out to the air on. So I start punching all the buttons. I get the emergency service for Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> God, I couldn't get the woman off the phone. She's trying to sell me all these services. I said, call me next week. I gave her my number. When she hangs up, the phone won't disconnect and I can't get the radio and you know I'm addicted to the hearings by the way am I interrupting your regular programming right now <laughs> because I'm glued to the hearings and I couldn't get it and so then I pull the car over I turn it off I turn it on that doesn't do it then I call her again Yes, ma'am, I'll disconnect it right now. Well, I've already missed like 10 minutes, five minutes of the hearings that I can't stand to miss them one word of. Then I'm driving down and then this beep, beep, beep. This is your emergency broadcasting system. We are testing this. And if this were a real emergency, that went on for three minutes. I'm like, I am missing the testimony. <laughs> then I get here and I can't get in the building. Then I get to the valet line. That Jason, the difference in the valet on the one side that we go to every day and the one on the other side, you don't use the valet because you have the parking spot. But anyway, the difference is like, I can't. Oh, my God. It took me 10 minutes to get my ticket. They don't speak English. There's a guy in line. He, we just went on. And finally, I get in here, and James goes, do we want to do a teaser about the show? It's like, it's five minutes after. What are we going to tell everybody to tune in? Yes, five minutes ago. Tune in five minutes ago. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, so what's going on? Well, I've had a rough week, I'm telling you. So over the weekend, we did go see that movie, Ford versus. Ferrari. Has anybody seen it? Did you guys see it? Uh, no. With Christian not. Bale. You know what? I didn't really want to go. I uh, It's a guy's movie. And I'm not interested in the race car driving. It was so good. It was such a good story. And the acting was so brilliant. It, it really was good. I was shocked. Of course, I love Christian Bale. He, he's it's just... Daniel Craig and Christian Bale, isn't it? No. Uh, it's it? uh, the guy uh, from Goodwill Hunting. What was his name? Matt Damon, uh, Matt Damon, yeah, but it was just so good. And then, so last night, listen to this, Jason. I'm 
last night or the night before, I get a, get a text from Antonio. He goes, did you hear Pete Lofton died? Did you know that? No. Yes, in his home in Miami. It's like 61 or 2 or something years old. I'm assuming he had a heart attack or something. I don't know. Can you believe it? He went to our charity event year after year after year, and I saw him at Tom Ireland's birthday party, what, about two or three years ago, of course, with another young blonde bombshell, and I just could not believe that he died. It, I just couldn't believe it. So anyway, it's, it's just unbelievable. Lift my foot. Why? What's, what am I tangled up? You're all tangled up in your mind. I'm all tangled up. You know, <laughs> it was making a noise. days. You know, just ignore us. Well, anyway... Blessings to Pete Lofton. His family's got two cute little boys. I knew his ex-wife, and uh, we've known him for years. He's the original owner of the Versace mansion. When the Versace family sold it the first time, he bought it. Then he sold it, and, and on and on. But anyway, whatever. So I'm watching the hearings. I'm glared, glued to the hearings. If you're not watching the hearings, tune in tonight. All the highlights are going to be on. At this point, the Republicans... Just no matter how much lipstick they put on that pig, it's going to still be a corrupt pig. I mean, they can't can't help themselves. I tweeted out this morning. I said, um, what it was, oh, like my husband says, you can't throw a skunk in the jury box and ask the jury to disregard the smell. It is so bad that the Republicans, if they were smart, they would shut these hearings down and say, Let's compromise. Let's make some kind of a deal here because to let this horrible information continue to come out about the behavior of the state, Pompeo, and those, not the State Department. The State Department, actually, the people that are working there, they're stand up straight arrow patriots. But Mulvaney and Trump and uh, Perry and I mean, it, it's so bad. I'm, I, I'm cringing for them. I'm literally cringing for them. And Trump, every time he moves the goalpost, well, I didn't do it. Well, I did it, but it was no quid pro quo. Well, there was a quid pro quo, but it didn't. they got the money anyway. Well, they got the money. I mean, every time they move the goalpost, some other bombshell comes down and just destroys their defense. I think that this is like when that lawyer put Renona Weiner on the stand on national television and they show the video of her shoplifting at Saks. Mm-hmm. He should have just made a deal <laughs> before. <laughs> he should not have put her on there because the damage is done. It's so incriminating. Anyway, so yesterday and the day before. So the day before yesterday, RJ and I drive an hour and a half down to get the driver's license. We get there. We didn't have an appointment, so we had to leave, come back. The next day, we make an appointment. We get there. After another hour and a half drive, actually an hour and 20 minutes, because we left from the house instead of from here, from RJ's other job at the Italian uh, consulate, we left from there. We get there, RJ goes in, I said, I'm going to sit in the car so I could continue to listen to the hearings. He comes out with this long face. They they said I made the wrong appointment. Apparently he made an appointment for a... Uh, what do you call it, like a permit license instead of regular license? Well, who cares? It's the same thing. They still have to have an appointment. And that they were overbooked and to go home and come back and reschedule. I'm like, are you kidding me? So RJ's sitting in the car with this long face, and I hop out. I grab his, tr- his wallet, which has his temporary license in it. They, I, the 
vehicle registration and all the stuff you have to show, I march myself in there and I plead and I beg and I did everything but cry and they worked him in. Finally, so he got his driver's license. We would have had his driver's license a year and a half ago if we would have had time to go down there. But it's so far down there. We have to take off work to go down there, and then you have to wait so long. They used to have one of those places right in our neighborhood. Now it's like on the other side of the planet. I couldn't believe it. So I meet this girl. She was so helpful. I said, I'm going to write your supervisor a letter. I'm going to send you some stuff. <laughs> You're so amazing. You saved my life. Can you take a tip? No, we can't take tips. Oh, I want to do something for you. Anyway, that, so we got home. I thought it was 8 o'clock. June said it was 6.30, but it, got, it was dark. What time does it get dark here It's been now? getting dark at like 5.15, 5.30. You're kidding. I had to turn my lights on at 5 the other evening. So I Friday. thought it was a lot later because it was so dark outside when we but got they home. Saving time. And the reason I knew it was so dark is because I was showing RJ when you're driving how rude drivers put their bright lights on. You know, you're not supposed to put your bright lights no, on when you drive. it's against the law. Is it against the law? You're only supposed it's to the put law. them on when you yeah. need them. You're going up a hill. You're on a country road. Yeah, these bright lights were in our... So I was showing him the difference between the bright lights and the regular lights. Did you hear that? It's against the law to use the bright you can, lights. You can get well, a we, for that. Well, we could have gotten out about 200 tickets last night on our way home. <laughs> and every light was in our eyes. And it was the reason I realized how dark... And that's why I thought it was around 8 o'clock. But I guess it was earlier. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it was around 6.30. Because then Roy said, let's go to Houston's at 8.30. And Roy Jr. was like, oh, we're just too tired. So he didn't want to go because I grabbed him some chicken, whatever, on the way home. And uh, so we stayed home, and I was I was not wanting to go anyway because I wanted to get all my notes together for you guys. You know, this is like a whole thing. I have to get all my notes together from the gossip from the week, and then I want to watch the hearings. So anyway, that's what happened. Well, so everyone I, is saying hello, and Ryan Holt says Devin Nunes is an ass. Is there a nastier person and, and there? Then he says, and so is Jim Jordan. You know, it's funny. On the way here, you're 100% right. I was thinking, I'm going to tweet. I already tweeted Jim Jordan is the most obnoxious person on the planet. He is so obnoxious. But Nunes is nasty. I mean, he is. I watched He's nasty. Yesterday I had it on. And just like when they would get ready to go to commercial break. For those of you at home that are watching, it's been another long day with no bombshells. And the uh, ratings are horrible. Nobody's watching. No and, one's watching. Well, yeah. I looked it up and the ratings are off the charts. I mean, they lie about things that are so easily proven that are lies. But I was thinking that, too. I was going, you know, Jim Jordan is just a jerk. I mean, he turned his uh, blind eye to all those little minor wrestlers that were underage wrestlers being abused by that coach or in, uh, in Ohio, Ohio State when he was working there. But he's a jerk. Yep. But Nunes is just nasty. <laughs> he's just a mean, nasty guy. You know, the way his smirks and the way he just, he just, he's just so condescending. He, they're horrible. Ronnie Carm says, love you, Leah. Huh? Oh, Ronnie. Oh, you, they, they were on Chicago Morning Television. Ronnie, uh, you're making it into the big he's, time. They're like being interviewed now. They're in Morning Television. Watch what crappens, everybody. Go to watch what crappens. Follow them on social media, Ronnie Karam and Ben Mendiger. And go to uh, the podcast and listen to it. It's hilarious. And if you're in a city, go see them live. (laughs) Look on their website and see the cities. They are so fabulous. And they're making it the best. 
big time. Yep. So watch what crappens live. Don't forget to follow them. And meanwhile, if you want, really, literally, I'm telling you, when we're there, sometimes people are laughing so hard, I think they're going to choke <laughs> or cry. Almost. And it, and I used to say, I, well, maybe they're just all drunk. They're laughing so hard, but they're yeah. laughing drunk, sober men that don't even watch these shows are laughing. It's <laughs> hilarious. So anyway, they're so good. So hi, Ronnie. I want to see you in December. I hope. David I don't. Oh, I don't know if you're going to be in Austin next uh, this Friday, but if you are, text me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they're oh, but anyway, they're going to be on. They're going to be on Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel next. They'll probably have their own late night time probably. show. I, they're I, so fabulous. They'll be on like uh, Kelly Clarkson in the afternoon or something. They'll be yeah. on Ellen before it's over they with. Should I'm sure be. They should be. I'm their number one fan. David Bigley says such a good change from the hearings to lunch with Leah. <laughs> Sylvie Dottery says hi. I'm coming to New York on Monday. Hello from London. Um, London. I'd love to go to London again. Uh, Ronnie said, that's a mom on your previous comment. <laughs> Christine Lester says, good morning. And Karen Severini uh, says, crazy about costumes, loves Leah Black. Costumes? Oh, well, I mean, I'm never start wearing costumes. So anyway, I missed the voice, but I T-voted. I, so don't, don't spoil it, anybody, because I want to watch the voice. You know, every single year, I have picked the top four and been right and I usually pick the top two I'm telling you I'm good at that because I know I know when someone has a good voice and I know what the audience likes anyway so there so we had this Charlie Crist event at my house James listen how many people it takes to put on an event at my house James Jason Heidi Haiti Esperanza Paul Omar and the bartender eight people and that's if Roy just walks around and meets and greets that's his job and you know what? Sometimes it's hard to get him to do that. He'll stand in the corner talking to the same person for 20 minutes. I'm like, go around and talk to people. <laughs> RJ and I had to go around and talk to people because Roy's standing over talking to the same people. But it was fun. Didn't you think it was fun? Yeah, it was a great, it was event. A great event. And that photo is the second most popular photo that we have posted in two years of you. Which photo? Oh, me, Roy, Roy Jr., Charlie Chris on Instagram? Yes. Oh, Lord. James just had to get the photo. I tell Charlie, just ignore him. He has to take photo of everything. (laughs) But then you had your Versace shirt and 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 tennis shoes on. on. That that looked really cute. And then he's so sweet. You know, Barack Obama did that when he came, and so did Biden. They took pictures with all the staff, individually and in a group. And I thought that says so much about who they are. Can you imagine Nunes? Sure. taking a picture with the housekeeper? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No. Oh, my God. But anyway, they raised a lot of money. So now we're having one on December 10th. Um, if you want to know about it, go to hello at leahblack.com and for Kathy Rundle, the state attorney. And uh, that'll be a fun event, too. And then, oh, my God, RJ is killing me because... So my friend Jose was talking about Michael Avenatti, and I said, oh, we're friends with him. He goes, oh, I'd like to meet him. So I set up a lunch with him if RJ and Roy had to go. And Roy Jr. goes, Mom, we see Michael Avenatti more than we see anybody. <laughs> but I don't know what just works out that way. I love hanging out with him. I think he's hilarious. You know, he, he, a couple of, they dropped a couple of charges against him. I mean, it's a political prosecution, I'm telling you right now. And yesterday he did um, a podcast with my... My other favorite podcast, Dumb Gay Politics, Julian, <laughs> Julian Brandy. Brandy. I have to listen to it. He was on their radio show yesterday, and then he texted me, and he goes, those girls are crazy, because <laughs> they are 
out there crazy. I said, I know. I just love them. And he goes, oh, no, we all have to hang out when you're in L.A. So that was good. And now they want tickets to the uh, debate on the December 18th in Los Angeles. I don't even know where to start to get tickets. I asked a couple of people. But I said, if you get three, I'll go with them. If you get two, they can go. Honestly, I could go or not go. I've been to enough of them. And I don't like the big crowd in the scene. I like watching on TV. On the other hand, it's so much fun to hang out with them. If they get the three tickets, I'll go. We may not get any tickets. Probably in the nosebleed section. If it was in Miami, we'd have some pull. But we don't have that much pull out there. Julie has a new TV show, too, doesn't Jason, didn't you say you saw her on something? something. Oh, on the morning show on Apple TV, she made a guest appearance. That's Not she, the one with Jennifer Aniston. Yes, that's it. She that's, did. That's what I'm oh, you. my friends are becoming so famous. Oh my God! You're, you're like six degrees of separation from the Friends cast because I Doug am. Biden was also on that show. Who? Doug. Oh, Doug Boone. I mean, yeah, he Boone. was on there yeah. too. He was, he was on the Friends show. He he was posted something the other day about it. So you. Oh, I don't know Doug that well. I've yeah, only met him Doug. a couple. I've only met him once actually. But I know. I mean, you know, follow from Jeff's him. Show. Yeah, from Jeff's show. But I mean, all my friends are becoming too big for their britches. I'm gonna have. To, I've got to hurry up and catch up with the Joneses. <laughs> so then, James told me the crown. Jason and James told me the crown is out. Oh I'm. I can't I'm start. On episode five. See, how many episodes is it? I think there's ten or twelve. See, I can't season. start on it until I know that I can watch it all because I I have I, I I I binge it. I can't like. Yeah, I, I do don't want to wait. I just, I, you know, so I'm gonna wait. Maybe we'll catch it in LA because it in LA. Roy and I, because we're on um, a different time zone than everybody else, we go to dinner really early, like 6, which is really like 9, and then we go watch TV all night. Uh, and then Donovan is on, and Roy made me watch it last night. I didn't want to say anything, because you know, I'm trying to be the good wife. But I am like, the fucking hearings are on right now. They are commentating about the hearings, and you want to watch Donovan! But anyway, it was really good. It's really going to be a good season. I love that show. It was a good season. We're getting so far behind on everything, because there's so much political news. There's so much on, and now we've got to make room for a new housewife. <laughs> oh, that's size. right. Another one. Oh, my God. So now, uh, I don't have time for... I can't. But anyway, so then, my mother tells me about a month or two months ago, there is this estate cell in Texas, and they have all this stuff, and she sends me pictures. Cut glass, crystal, um, silver. And I said, I just bought everything. You don't believe how much stuff I bought. So she sends the, what, the first box arrived yesterday. Of course, the two big, most expensive bowls were broken. And she went and paid to have UPS um, pack it. So they're going to have to pay for that. But you will not believe the stuff that I got for so cheap. I'm living like a Queen, I'm going to have to put a crown on my head around that house. And all this stuff, I don't think they knew what they had. And I got out my magnifying glass, and then I got out my loop to see if they were all any of the pieces were signed. <laughs> they weren't, but the quality was unbelievable. So I did that. And then, you know, I, you know I'm a, twit, a tweeter. I'm a tweeter nut. I'm an addictive tweeter. Okay, so that guy, what was his name? Oh, Ron, whatever. He was Republican that... He was so nasty to uh, Yovanovitch, Ambassador Yovanovitch, and he kept cutting her off and cutting her off and wouldn't let her answer. He was so nasty. So it was a clip on Twitter of showing how nasty he was where he cut her off. I mean, this is a State Department woman's work, 33 years in the State Department. She's been in war zones. She's just there to tell what happened. She isn't really, they were the, the, she's the one they pushed out to get her out of the way so they could do their little 
quid pro quo drug deal, as Bolton called it. So I tweeted at this guy. I go tweeted back to that clip. Bully, 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 nasty men. I got almost 6,000 retweets on it. I was dying. I was like, I can't believe it. Everybody agrees with me. Bully, 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 nasty man. Remember Trump called them nasty women? So I got a kick out of that because I thought it was just so funny. Anyway, oh, his name was Representative Turner. Oh, it's just so horrible. And then what else is my note say? Oh, you got to go to my Instagram stories. You know, James, you're really good at that. You know, I tell him what to do, and I direct it, and I come up with the graphics, and I do everything, but I let him post it. <laughs> but it's so good. He did, he did such a good job. You got to go to my Instagram. You know, I never watch any Instagram stories, but then James will tweet me. I mean, he'll text me. He'll go, turn on your Instagram stories. I'm like, everyone's going to think I'm a damn genius. I could be working for, like, one of those, uh, what do you call those, animation companies. <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah, Pixar. I don't even know what my note says here. Okay, I don't know well, what's that's going on. That. I think we're having a few technical difficulties, yeah. but I apologize. But we can still hear you and see you. It's, well, as long as you reason, can hear me, that's all that matters. It's coming through like that. It looks really bad. What is wrong, what's really wrong with how pixelated. it looks? It's like the oh, nobody like cares how it looks. I never care. I don't, <laughs> I don't care how it looks. I care how it sounds. I, I think pretty is as pretty does. Beauty's on the inside. Okay. Ask me anything. Mullen Deborah one. Hello. Now, I'm going to read these in advance, so who knows. How do you care for your handbags? There are varying opinions on the care of leather, particularly Louis Vuitton. We buy this cream in a jar called, is it mink, what's it called, mink cream or something? Yeah, it's mink oil. It's, no, it's not or oil, mink, it's, a, it's cream. a cream. It it's a cream. Oil. And we get it online, and once a year, we take a felt thing, and we do the inside, the outside, the front, the back, and the bottom. And if you keep your leather in a felt bag... It also helps. That's how I do that. And something else too is like the temperature. If you have, if you live in a humid climate, like I notice my bags. I've since I've been in Florida, mm-hmm. sometimes the handles seem to dry out really quick, or they'll start to crack. They shouldn't and dry put, out in the humidity. They should oh dry out in the dry. It's been really bad. I've noticed it. Well, put it, them in felt bags. I do. I keep them. In That's the best bags, way. But, yeah. Phil, so flick, flick. I love you. You're politically conscious. So if you had a chance to ask President Trump one question, and he was bound to answer honestly, let's assume. This is the pit. I should have looked at these in this advance. This is hilarious. Leah Black magic kind of moment. What would I ask? Oh, my God. I have to think on that one. <laughs> I'd ask him to leave the damn country. <laughs> For real. Now, what would I ask him? I would ask him, do you know you're lying all the time, or are you just pathological and you think you're telling the truth? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if he believes these lies or he just figures, you know what, Fox News will amplify them. Enough of the base will, will agree with me and believe anything I say, and I can maintain the power. Mm-hmm. But the lying, to me, is the root of all of it. Because if you can't agree on the facts, how do you get anything done? But the lying, the lying is the most... I think, you remember when... Um, What's his name? Sean Spicer, the Dancing with the Stars nut job, went out the first day after the inauguration and threw that temper tantrum. This was the biggest inauguration ever, live and on TV. And then they put up the two pictures of, like, there's nobody there. And that was when the lying started. Mm-hmm. And then they had that professional liar after him, Huckabee Sanders. And now they've got this Grisham girl who's just a liar. I don't understand... I mean, they have to know they're lying. How do they not know they're lying? I, I just like even <clears throat> today, it's like, are you going to believe your 
eyes and ears or, your, or the lying president? Anyway, that's what I would ask him. I would want to know about the lying. Not to mention, does he wear a diaper? But anyway, you know, that picture was floating around. Uh, Lee Schroeder, Scholler. Hi, Leah. I like listening to you on Jeff Lewis. My 16-year-old daughter has acne that comes and goes. Do you have a product you recommend for that? She's currently using rodent fills, but would like to try something new. Oh, my God. I hate to tell you. The only thing I know is if you keep it really clean and use a gentle exfoliant, which ours is, and if you and if you use the mask, it sometimes makes it worse because it pulls out the impurities, but sometimes it makes it better because it pulls out the impurities and that's the end of it. But there is a, a, a product that was prescribed by the doctor. What's it called, RJ? Ace. How do you spell it? A C E T O N E. Accutone. That the doctor prescribed. The doctor prescribed when R J was getting little breakouts, and it was miraculous. But you have to get it from the doctor. And it's. And if you it's, have a liver issue, you can't use it either. too. because I was going to use it once, but it's got it's it's really tough on your liver. Oh, then RJ's got to stop using so much. My ex wouldn't get, I, when I used to I break out, he's an ER doctor and he wouldn't prescribe it for me. RJ, you can't use that every day, honey. You can only use it when you have blemishes because I didn't know it's hard on your liver. It's hard. Stop. You need to stop using it like that. It's hard on your liver. Just use it when you have breakouts, but it does work. It does work really well. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the Tom Arnold. <laughs> Tom Arnold, can I have more eye cream? I need more. <laughs> yes, we'll get you more. Oh, my God, he's so funny. Oh, oh, by the way, speaking of the eye cream, if you run out, just take the lid off. There's usually some more in there that doesn't pump out. But we use that packaging because it's so sterile. Anyway, Stacy Stur... I'm glad you told me about that, James. Jace, RJ, you can't use that all the time. I need to use it like once in a while if you have a blemish. What are your thoughts on, on adults, though, usually blemishes are because they have either dry or oily skin. And our skincare line is designed to normalize the skin so it's neither dry nor oily. Stacy Stewart Wagon, what are your thoughts on BravoCon? You know, I didn't go. I wasn't invited. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I saw a few posts about it. So I, the only thing eventful about it that I saw was the link that someone tweeted where they had Ramona and Vicky having it out about who was the biggest, most fabulous, original OG, Orange County or New York. Yeah, Ramona and Vicky going at it. They made me laugh so hard, and I would die before I would act like that, I, but it is so fun to watch. <laughs> I told you, it was like the fighting over who got a virus first. That's right. Yeah, who started the virus? <laughs> the I mean, virus it was first. so funny. <laughs> Husbands for Housewives. I was at BravoCom. Oh, you went to BravoCom and thought for sure they were going to announce a Miami return. Now that the disappointment is set in, what are your thoughts on the new franchise in Salt Lake City and don't know of the cast? I've only been to Salt Lake City twice, and that's when I was doing my seminars there for skincare. It's probably going to be all Mormons, I would assume. They have an interesting, Mormons have an interesting life story, an interesting belief system, an interesting kind of two lives they lead, the public life and the private Mormon life. So it should be interesting. I don't know, but I don't know anybody there. But good luck to them. Art Morgan, do I keep in touch with any of the cast? If so, when? I, well, I recently uh, kept in touch with um, Joanna because of congratulating her about her baby, and I've got a baby gift for her. Once in a while, I, I will email or tweet or text back and forth with Lisa. Karen, once in a while. Um, is there anybody else? That's probably it, I would assume. In royalty news, 
Prince Charles took part in a welcoming ceremony in New Zealand. Now, what bothers me about this is, what does Prince Charles do? If that makes news, that he went to a welcoming ceremony in New Zealand, that's the news of Prince Charles for the last year? What does he do? I was just like, and? Like, is he, I mean, he's a, he's a big uh, climate um, environmental advocate, and I'll give him that, and he's a nice enough guy. But what does he do when that makes the national or international news? I mean, if you're in that position, look at all that you could be doing in the world. He could be doing, Princess Diana did more in her short little time in the palace than most of them have done their entire lives. You know, she brought attention to so many causes, leprosy, mines, AIDS, everything. I don't know. I just like, it's not a judgment, but I mean, he took the East, taking the easy way out. He just wants to be crowned king, I guess. Uh, apparently, it was a PR disaster for Britain when the, uh, and the royal palace, according to HollywoodReporter.com, because uh, Prince Andrew did an interview talking about his relationship yes. and his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. Well, I guess I'm persona not non grata because I knew him. <laughs> I went to his house, but uh, I guess he didn't do a good job. He didn't do a good job. They said he wasn't sympathetic to the victims. He didn't acknowledge anything. He denied everything. First of all, why did he do the interview? Well, Why did he do the interview? I would there, not have done that interview. If he asked me to do the interview, I'd just say it's a part of my life. That I, it's behind me. I don't discuss. Or the guy's dead. I'm not going to say anything about somebody that can't defend themselves. Or I'm not interested or saying nothing. Why did he do the interview? What's wrong with the palace? I need to go over there and run the show. And they need to watch episode four of The Queen, or The Crown, because it kind of oh, goes back to when the royal family was having image problems in the 60s, and they did that documentary that backfired on them. Um, when the prince, uh, the king's now the king, um, when his mother, who was a princess, and then she left, gave everything up and went to become a nun, oh. came back to live with them. And so while they were filming the, uh, the documentary, she became a part of it. But it was very interesting the way it all turned out. But that's similar well, I'm situation. I'm going to watch The Crown. Very oh, they're always going to step in it. But, you know, I will say this, that Kate Middleton has done a very good, I don't completely trust her. I think she's a little different on who she shows up to be, but because of the way she kind of didn't want to look at Megan during the uh, wedding was like an indication to me, like, why won't she even look at her? But she hasn't missed a step. She's been right on point. She's represented the palace well. She says the right thing. She does the right thing. She dresses in a way that's very appropriate. And so she hasn't missed a step. So good for her. Harry and Meghan documentary surprised the royal family. According to the reporting, the prince, the brother, the older brother that will eventually be king, uh, is very concerned about his brother and Megan, and the family's being very supportive of them, and Middleton reached out to Megan. So I think all that's good if it's true. I hope it's true. But that backfired, I guess they weren't expecting. They were blindsided. I think they had no idea how much Megan and Harry were struggling and how the press was just dogging them all the time. In celebrity news, Tom Hanks is going to be playing Mr. Rogers. I can't wait to see that. <clears throat> Turns out he finds out yesterday or last week that he's related to Mr. Rogers. He's two-sixths of a cousin. <laughs> and it doesn't surprise me. They have the same 
same kind of manner. I mean, he's going to be great in this. He's going to get another damn Oscar. Yeah, he He'll will. get another Oscar, Probably. which means that uh, who won't get one. That let's see who else is up. Who else do we think will be up for one? I don't know, but he won't get one. John Gosselin. Remember Kate and John in the family of twenty nine. Uh-huh. Well, apparently he says that fame and money gave Katie a personality disorder, according to Radar Online, and that she just really wants the kids for the filming, and that she went off the she went off the deep end when she got the fame. And you know what? I I believe it. I have seen people that got a little fame after getting no attention their entire life, literally. Go nuts. They're like E.T. looking for the camera and the light. They just can't, they can't handle it because they're just like, they, they've never had that kind of attention and they're just like, oh, I mean, oh, I need to stand on the left side. I need my photographs left from the left side. Oh, is my belly tucked in? Oh, you need to shop that, Photoshop that before you post it. Oh, signed an autograph. What the hell's wrong with people? <laughs> Honest to God, you're the lowest hanging fruit of television, and you're acting like you're Meryl Streep with 19 nominations for an Oscar. Oh, my God. You know they say the... Oh, never mind, just goes on. Judge Nalapano says that... that the 10-year sentence for Lori Laughlin is ridiculous. No one was harmed, according to Newsweek.com. So what he's saying is that the punishment doesn't meet the crime. You hear me preach about that all the time. Yeah. And uh, the guy, the her friends, Andrew Andrea Barker, who I guess was on that show, she was on Fuller House, said that when they filmed the finals, the scene, the finale, the last season, that they really all realized she should have been part of that last season. So she, you know, it's kind of sad in a way. You're so stupid. I think she listens to her husband, but I don't know. In celebrity news, Taylor Swift is now going to be able to perform her songs at the whatever award ceremony coming up. So I guess uh, Scooter Braun and the partner that bought that catalog decided the negative press and the petition from the fans wasn't worth it. So Kaepernick had a tryout. Did anybody <laughs> well, hear how it went? Well, he, yeah. It he didn't, didn't do well? It didn't go well because he got into it with the NFL right before he went in to try well, out. Well, that I know, but how did he went to a different turn? place. Right, but what about the tryout? Are there I any, mean, I think, he was, I think he was good, but I don't pick think up? anybody's picked him up. They, you see, I hate the NFL for that. First of all, they, they're lying about all those brain injuries. I don't like that. Secondly, they could change the rules of engagement so that people don't get the brain injuries and still have a great game. And three, why are they blackballing this guy because he took a knee? That's what is wrong with that? That's not there's nothing that's a very his private, subtle, quiet way of saying it. Now, I get the part about he was going to have it at one place and he moved it over so the press could cover it. But, you know, none of that matters. The, can the guy deliver the damn ball or the tackle or whatever in the hell he's supposed to be doing or not? Well, I'm rooting for him. Anyway, apparently, the first R-rated movie ever hit a millstone. Uh, the Joker. In the box yeah. office, a billion dollars. I hope that guy, whatever his name, that what's his name, got, got a piece of the back end of that, that actor. A billion dollars. Now, what is wrong with Hollywood? They are wanting to cast Julia Roberts, pretty woman, for the Harriet Tubman part in the Harriet Tubman story. Does anybody see anything wrong with that? Harriet Tubman was black. What is Julia going to wear blackface? Are they just going to pretend she was white? And the whole story was about her being black. So how are they going to do that? And you know what the executives, when they interviewed him, said? 
oh, it happened so long ago, no one's going to remember. This is why America is so dumbed down. Like, there aren't any black actresses that can play that role. If I were Julia Roberts, I would never subject myself to that kind of ridicule, number one. The executives are out of their mind. And if I was a black actress in Hollywood, I would get all my black actress friends together and go walk around and protest with signs in front of that studio. That's just ridiculous. Bill Gates surpassed Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos to reclaim the richest person in the world. He's worth $110 billion. Oh, my God. Jeff, when you're worth that much money, pay the damn people that work part-time and give them benefits for the medical. What's wrong with you? And give everybody a raise and go do something to solve climate change and go get those kids out of those cages and go do something. Keith Herring's 85-year-old mural that was painted up the stairs of a youth center brought was taken down later and put into painting form, sold by, from, to an anonymous buyer for $3.9 million. I should have just been an artist. <laughs> can I, can I, do you think I could paint? <laughs> I'm going to try. You know, RJ was a great artist. He could paint the most extraordinary pieces, and he didn't like it. He won't do it. Oh, it's a hidden talent. Marilyn Monroe, according to, uh, what was it, the history thing, Ella Fitzgerald, you remember Ella Fitzgerald, the bigger-than-life singer, performer, whatever, was told that she could not play at Moncondo, which was a pop uh, club in the 50s, because she was black. So Marilyn Monroe said she was going to go and sit on the front row table every night that Ella Fitzgerald played. Now that was good. Do you want to take a break? Like yeah, we tell? should take our five second break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, five All right, seconds back. is up. All these technical problems, just live with them. Oh, as Mulvaney would say, get over it. <laughs> In Housewife News, Tamara Judge is telling Megan King Edmonds to run. In other words, get out of Dodge. I don't blame her. I would not stay with a guy that was cheating on me with a nanny. Oh, my. And even if he wasn't, if he was texting with the nanny, if I, I just wouldn't stay with a guy I couldn't trust. Megan, run. Megan, run. According to TheInquisitor.com. Uh Anyway, I told you about the Vicky Ramona thing and the Salt Lake City thing we talked about. Oh, then, oh my God, I hate to say this. I really do. I hate to pile on, but it's out there. Emily's husband failed the bar again for the fourth time. 
I know. <laughs> it's sad. But you know what? There are test takers and there are people that aren't good at test taking. You know, like Roy made the highest score on the Florida bar in the history of Florida and no one surpassed it. Roy Jr., who's so smart in so many things, but when it comes to taking tests, he doesn't excel at them. There are people that are just not great at taking tests. And there are people that are great at taking tests, but they aren't good at everything else. I just hate that he failed that again, studying that hard. Maybe he wasn't studying. Maybe there was something to that rumor that he was in the hotel for three months studying and he wasn't. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, CNN's reporting there's a child prodigy in Belgium getting. Oh, there's more housewife news. I don't know, how did I miss it? Anyway, we'll find it. What? Yeah, huh? I was going to ask you about the um, uh, the Camille coming back. Oh, apparently. Uh, and then what? Uh, uh, Kelsey. Housewife. Oh yeah. Apparently that Beverly Hills was not spiced up enough. So I guess they had a choice between bringing Brandy and Camille, and they're going to bring Camille back to spice it up. Camille is not doing herself any favors on that show. She's the villain every time. I don't know why she's even doing it. But anyway, she's got all the money that she needs to live on. Her husband doesn't want her to do it. I'm surprised. And then Kelsey, she, Kelsey came out and blasted her in an interview. He sure did. Blasted and then her. she tried to clap back. But at the end of she the tried day, to. we all know. He, I forgot what he said. I Actually, I, had, I thought I had it on last week's thing. But he said something that she was just desperate for fame and that he, she was... He said he didn't spend any time talking about her because she spent so much of her time Tom talking, talking about, about him. him. And he felt it was... Uh, and then she, he also said that when his mother was dying or died, that she came in raising hell about something uh, the day of the funeral. And that's when he decided he was just done with her. And he didn't do himself any favors either on how he handled it. Neither one of them did. And I know them both. So I'm not on anybody's side. But anyway... There's a child prodigy in Belgium who's getting a bachelor's degree at the age of nine years old. Hmm. And then they're going to start their Ph.D. program in electronic engineering while studying for a medical degree. You know, that kid and I have a lot in common. (laughs) TMZ News. Burger King. Oh, my God. People are just too crazy. Burger King is being sued by vegans. So Burger King goes out. They're the only fast food restaurant that has the Impossible Burger, the vegan burger, okay? And now they're being sued by vegans because they're cooking the burger on the same grill they cook the meat on. You just can't win with people. <laughs> just wipe it down. I wondered I about that know. when they first started doing that, like, and they were talking about how they were promoting that as a vegan burger, and I thought, how long before the vegans realize it's cooked on the same grill as the meat? But I mean, let's be honest. I mean, even if you're a vegan, it's not like you're allergic or going to die from it. It's really that you just don't want to eat meat and that you don't believe that it's great for the country and the world or the, to do it. It's not great for the environment, and it's not maybe healthy or whatever your belief is. But, I mean, I'm sure they wipe the grill down before they cook it on there. I mean, if they're cooking it right next to a greasy hamburger, I guess that's one thing. <laughs> but I don't know. Now they've got to buy a new grill. You can't, they're just going to say, forget it. We won't have the Impossible Burger. So everybody's just shooting themselves in the foot because I actually like the Impossible Burger. I'm actually getting hungry right now. Uh, oh, you know Purdy's on the beach, Jason? They're closing. Jason, Purdy's. Remember Purdy's? That's where they had, we had that little memorial for George Slover. You know Purdy's, James. They're closing. Yeah, I saw It's right that. there on the beach. I hate that. It's been there forever. It's just a little bar. It's been there forever. Oh, and local news. You're gonna, that's local. And here's another local. So this couple from Canada went to Miami Beach for vacation. And they went to the News Cafe. And the News Cafe, if you guys remember, is where Versace 
was slaughtered in the front steps uh, on, on his way from the news cafe on the way home. They shot him on the first on the front steps of the Versace mansion. He had just eaten at the a news cafe. That's what really made it national prominence. Well, a waiter, we have to find out who this waiter is, if we know them, at the news cafe took one, the credit card from this couple from Canada and went out shopping <laughs> on a shopping spree and spent thousands of dollars only in Miami, I swear to God. I went, the defense will be, oh, I got, I, I put it in my wallet thinking it was mine and I didn't realize I was like, huh? Okay. Oh, this is so sad. All those fires in Australia, they showed a picture of a woman rescuing a koala bear from a tree that was burned and she took him in and poured water on him and put the fire out and he's bleeding. It broke my heart. If you want to see it, msn.com, it showed that. It was so sad, those little koala bears, all the animals dying in those fires. It's horrible. It's killing me. Well, here's one for you. You think there's enough mass shootings going on? Ten shot like dead. Every day. Ten shot, four dead in San Francisco, Fresno area. A gunman snuck in the backyard of a home of 30 people watching football and just started shooting people. I just can't. The prison guards on duty. Oh, wait. I don't see. I want to, oh, there's ten more gun stuff. I'll get to it. But the prison guards on the uh, duty at the time of Epstein's death uh, rejected a plea deal, according to Newsweek. So that's interesting because don't you think it's interesting that the two guys watching Epstein's cell were accidentally sleeping when he, quote, hung himself. How do you hang yourself with no supplies, too? And also, the videotape was, like, coincidentally not working at the same time. I'm not convinced he killed himself. I'm not saying it was some big conspiracy by, you know, Trump or any of these big people that knew him and did things they shouldn't have done in front of him. I'm just saying whether it was the security guards, inmates, something, I don't believe it. I just don't. Mm -hmm. And now a new, new uh, what do you call it, examiner, where they come out and they do the examination of the body, is also saying that it, it was the autopsy was consistent with strangling, not, um, not hanging himself. So I just find that very weird. But I wonder if someone drugged those uh, security guards that knocked them out. That could happen, too. Well, that I mean, I was watching the thing last night, and they were showing the timeline, and the guards were supposed to be there every 30 minutes. The, the, he was in the first cell right outside where they were sitting. They were asleep for five hours, they said, and they were also playing online during that period of time. And so, but there was a period of time when they both fell asleep. For five hours. Well, I think I, the whole it started, thing. yeah, it was between 10 and 5 were when they didn't go in and check on him. I'm telling you, the whole, do you know how many things had to go wrong for him to kill himself? He was a high-profile guy in jail, okay? They had him in a, a high-profile area of the jail. The security guards had to be asleep. The guy watching the cameras at the first desk had to not be watching. The cameras had to be off. All these things, had he had to be able to find these supplies to kill himself. It's, I don't believe it. Back to the gun thing. A Harlem, a guy killed his wife because she wanted to leave him. He was, he was a wife abuser. And then he killed his five-year-old daughter, and then he killed himself. Three women a day are killed by domestic violence with guns. A 17-year-old guy, when he was 14 years old, three years ago, was just uh, given life in prison because he killed his dad on the way to the school where he then opened fire on a soccer field and killed a six-year-old boy. There's three shootings a day. A man killed his wife uh, and his family of three young children in San Diego last week. 
I just can't. According, I mean, apparently in, in 2010, there were 142 mass shootings uh, done by kids, boys, under the age of 17. What is wrong in America when people are killing everybody? Other countries have guns, and they're not running around killing everybody. I well, mean, what is that? It's the other countries have, wrong. they all have tighter gun laws, laws though, they too. They do, but they still have guns. I mean, what, you know, people just don't go out and randomly shoot people. It's something, in America. It's usually these, you know, uh, white supremacists that are doing it, for the most part. Yep. If you look at the statistics, it shows you, you know, like Tim, from Timothy McVeigh onto the guy that last week, the three or four shootings last week, they were all by white men. Are they angry? Are they frustrated? Are they mad at the world? Or do they feel like it's making them manly? I mean, what is it with this gun thing? It's terrible. It's so, it's, so the problem is that it's not that people want to curtail gun sales and want to have to have background checks and want to have to have limitations on guns. It's that it's a public safety issue now. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of your belief system that you should be able to have a gun to protect yourself. It's a matter of we have to protect society from the people that misuse them. So that just bothers the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, six of Trump. You know, Trump's so worried about crime. He's obsessed with corruption. He wants to stop corruption around the world. But the only place he's ever mentioned stopping it was Ukraine. He didn't mention stopping it in Russia. He didn't mention stopping it in Turkey. He didn't mention stopping it when they slaughtered and cut up Khashoggi. But he's worried about corruption in Ukraine because he's got a personal vendetta because Giuliani and Putin have convinced him that he was lost, that the, the they were trying to bring him down. Those are his words. They were trying to bring mm -hmm. me down. So he's so vindictive by trying to get even with them for trying to bring him down, which has been disputed by 17 U.S. intelligence agencies, including European intelligence agencies, that the Ukrainians were not trying to bring him down. Russia was trying to get him elected and bring Hillary down, but he didn't want to hear it. So Putin and Giuliani have figured out how to kill two birds with one stone. They'll mm -hmm. prove that Russia didn't uh, help him win the election, and that'll uh, exonerate. That'll make Russia look okay, and then they can bring down Ukraine, which also helps Russian, and then also gives Trump an excuse to go after Biden, his political rival of the next election. So they figured out how to make all this work, and, and they it, get and in busted. the process destroyed us. And they got busted. I mean, we're a mess. So his vindictiveness, him getting even, and his vindictiveness and his ego is literally destroying democracy right now. And the Republicans are just standing there. They want to stay in power so bad that they're not going to call him out on it, even though if you watch those hearings or even clips of the hearings, this is a slam dunk. And in fact, if you are in a regular jury in a courtroom, all these senators that have come out and said, we're not even going to listen to the testimony. We don't believe it. It's a hoax. They wouldn't even be able to be allowed to be on the jury. So it's just a political thing. It's just unbelievable. And meanwhile, while he's so worried about crime, six of his people, Stone, Manafort, Flynn, Rick Gates, and Papadopoulos, have all been convicted of crimes six. and are e either in jail or have, have served their sentence. Six witches. I mean, really, yeah. The in witch the witch hunt. hunt. In the witch hunt. Six have been caught. <laughs> Uh, now, remember he comes out, he's, gonna, he's not going to let anything happen to these kids for smoking this vaping thing. He's going to get rid of the vaping. 
Then the lobbyists then, get a hold. Well, of no, him. half of his half of his like uh, base all started this thing online that if he started outlining the vapes that they were going to be upset because a lot of his, you know, base. Apparently, vape. he was told <laughs> that the survey showed that he would lose votes yes. of his base by dropping the vaping thing because it was be costing jobs and he wouldn't allow. Uh, people that were that had started the businesses and were selling the stuff and this and that he's gonna lose these. So now all of a sudden he's decided vaping's not so bad. It's not so bad as long as it gets him votes. This guy is the most morally corrupt person in the history of the world. He's gonna let more kids die from vaping, just like more kids dying from gun slaughters, because the NRA owes him and now the vaping people owe him. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Oh, my God. Now, I think um, Sondland maybe buried him a little bit today, but all these um, incredible public servants that have been working for the State Department for years and years and years have saved the day. They have really saved the day. They are not going to be intimidated. And the ones that won't go out and testify, like someone said it very well the other day on television, I think it was Chris Murphy or Eric Swalwell, they said, have you ever known of a defendant stopping someone from testifying that could actually help exonerate them? The answer is no. If you could bring some evidence to help Trump, he would have you on every TV show and on the front row every day, and he would have you testifying up and down. So the fact that they've locked down the witnesses and locked down the subpoenas and locked down the documents tells you everything you need to know. It's a cover-up. It's a cover-up. Tanya now, Harris says she saw a Facebook post that was actually kind of funny. Five more years of impeachment hearings, and now Rudy is being thrown under the bus. Yet nothing will happen. His base will spin this, too, she said. It's not this, the base. It's, forget, it's the Republicans that have a fiduciary responsibility in Congress to, to honor the Constitution, and they're more interested in power. I mean, you can't blame the base, because the base, for the most part, Trump's base, they're not that well-informed and that educated, and they mostly only listen to Fox News. So you can't really blame them. I mean, of course they should be responsible enough to get news from all the different networks, and of course they should read all sorts of newspapers and be informed, and of course they should be more educated, but they're not. But the Republicans in Congress know exactly what they're doing. And they're, they're the problem. you got to vote every one of them out. If they're a Republican, even if they're a good person and you like them, unless they've stood up to Trump, you've got to vote them out. If they stood up to Trump, then, you know, it's another story. But apparently uh, tomorrow, Thursday, Fiona Hill, uh, the former Russian advisor, is going to testify. And apparently she was one of the best witnesses in the uh, depositions. And, you know, that's the other thing. They keep talking about the basement. Well, what the basement was is you have... All these people give depositions in private because you don't want to, the other witnesses to hear their testimony and align their testimony. That's like a grand jury. Then once you decide that you want to put them on the stand to make the case to the public or to the jury, then you put them out there. So that's just bullshit. Meanwhile, Stephen Miller has been busted as a white supremacist. Go research that and see there were hundreds and thousands of emails of him being a literal white supremacist, and apparently a lot of people are trying to get him to resign. Seventy-five Congress people have written letters saying he must resign. Would you want to say something? Well, we have a little breaking news on one of the topics you okay, just Okay, what was on. that? Prince Andrew is stepping down from all royal duties for uh, the foreseeable future. After, all over an interview. All over the interview. Well... 
he didn't get paid for them anyway, but still. Yeah. So it's just now they're breaking out. It's breaking news right now that he will be stepping down from all royal duties. A Utah transgender woman says that when she went to get her driver's license, the license driver's license division forced her to remove her makeup for her photo. What the <laughs> hell's wrong with people? She's going to be riding around in the car with her makeup on? They, and so what do they want the cop to say, that's not you? You were a man there, and now you're a woman? What, is this? what do they care? I mean, that should be there. She's going to bring an ACLU civil rights suit against that. I'm telling you right now. I already we did that one. Um, oh, 70 million to 100 million Americans are estimated to have criminal history. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so at a normal police stop in Oklahoma, it resulted in an arrest of a guy that was possessing a rattlesnake a gun, an open container of whiskey, a rod of uranium. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he was driving in a stolen car on an, a suspended license. What's wrong with people? Oh, my God. Oh, then this is cruel. The world's cruel. This woman is teaching a, a girl who's being homeschooled online, uh, giving her a test, and she overheard the girl say she's hungry. So the teacher says, what's the story? She calls a people to go and investigate. The girl is 11 years old. She weighs 47 pounds, and she's only allowed to eat a small plate of rice a day, and she's living in filth. According to humans, I can't with these people. It's just too much. Uh, oh, you know, I just want to remind everybody that Salon, before, when, when you see Trump tweet that Salon, uh, Sondaland was a never-Trumper, <laughs> just remember he gave a million dollars to Trump Mm -hmm. inauguration committee exactly. and when trump says he doesn't know him just remember he talked to him on the phone several times <laughs> and they're in like 100 pictures <laughs> now apparently yeah and there are lots of pictures now apparently uh now they found out that the bahama guy that got the bahama uh ambassadorship gave two and a half million dollars to trump now, remember when Trump was running and he said, I'm only going to get the best people. They're all going to be qualified. The stupid Democrats, they, put, they made Caroline Kennedy the ambassador to Japan. That is just wrong. Now, he's taken $2.5 million from a guy called Papa Dog uh, to go to the Bahamas as ambassador and a million dollars from Sunderland to, build, to go to the... I guess Caroline Kennedy didn't offer up any money, so she just didn't count. Uh, two witnesses have now changed their testimony that were they were lying for Trump. And then let's talk about the elephant in the room. What about Trump going to the hospital for two hours on a Saturday? And if you see the video, they were rushing into the car. They have documents with them. Somebody said they thought they saw a wire down his back and they thought he had a, a heart monitor in his hand. And then he comes out and says, oh, no, I was just getting part of my medical routine checkup done early. No, first of all, I saw a whole thing on it yesterday in the afternoon. It, was, it did not follow protocol, which of is not normal not. But for that situation, for him. But they, and then they tried to tell people he was going to do it in segments, his annual, because he had a busy schedule. But then, if you notice... There were no tweets for almost 48 hours well, he after wasn't that seen. happened. Has he been seen And they yet? had not seen Has him. Has he been seen That's since then? That's what they were saying last night. He had not been I seen. I don't even think he's been seen since then. Yeah. And my inside little source tells me that he was in the hospital all day on Sunday. Yep. But I don't know how that could be. That If it's true, it'll come out. Because that, that's impossible. Just like everything else. <laughs> it'll come out, yeah. So, I mean, I just can't understand it. I, I mean, how do you... Carol Alderette says she, he had a Big Mac attack. 
He was craving one. He didn't go to the hospital. He went to the drive-thru at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Also, you know this Vindman, this incredible Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, is now under 24-hour security yeah. by American um, uh, security systems because Trump basically threatened, he basically put out a whistle call to threaten this guy. It's so mm-hmm. sad. And Fox News even says that Trump's in, uh, impeachment tantrums make him look like a big dumb baby. Uh, then Trump's agriculture secretary tells one of the farmers, it was an article with a photo of the farmer telling his story about he lost the family farm. So the agriculture secretary told him to go get a job. These tariffs are what <laughs> gave, ruined these farmers, and he's telling them to go get a job. And now John Jr., saying he's on the New York Times bestseller list, turns out the RNC bought all those books to put him on the New York Times bestseller list. Probably, yeah. And then so they're just all fucking frauds and grifters. My life, Leah's quote for the week, Leah's life lessons, people never get tired of being appreciated. And then I'm going to read you one last thing, and then we're going to go. Uh, next week, I'll be here next week. That's right, never mind. I'm going to Texas to a wedding, but I'll be here. Dear Leah, listen to what our customers are saying about Leah Black Beauty skincare. Dear Leah, I hope this note finds you well. I'm writing you to express my gratitude and overwhelming satisfaction with your beauty products. I'm 51 and I have exceptionally sensitive skin, including my scalp. Your skincare line is the very first product that I have not had to discontinue due to breakouts. I have also been following the instructions you give on Jeff Lewis Live on proper application and my skin has really improved. Thank you for creating a skincare line that is affordable for the majority of women in the world. Please continue to do what you do. You're an inspiration and, is, and I aspire to be the, oh, that's sweet. Much love and gratitude. Laura Goodwin, LPN uh, from Massachusetts. Laura, I love you. It makes me so happy to hear that. I can't even tell you. You know, honestly, people will say, why do you still even work? I honestly work because I love people like this kind of review. It's just fantastic. And also because I like to uh, offer jobs to people. We hire a lot of people. So that's really why I do it. Tracy Hyden says she loves watching you live and she always listens to you in the car. And she says, I'm on my third eye cream and second serum and I'm loving it. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to remind everybody. When you run out, you think you're out of eye cream, open up the jar. There's usually a little more in there. Yeah. And that jar keeps it sterile and that's why we do it that way and I just want to plug our we have a beauty bundle right now that's available that you can get online at leahblack.com it's all six products with a copy of Leah's book autographed and free domestic shipping it's a $500 value you're going to get that for $270 and we're going to have a big sale online for Black Friday for the handbags that's going to be surprising her handbags are going to be almost some of them will be over 75 I think some are almost close to 90 off we're going to be starting some of them are going to be $75 and up so you, you know guys why because will... the holidays people need an after five bag and if you go to these stores they're $1,000 and up yeah. and I don't want to do that to people great opportunity I want to just basically I'm selling these handbags at cost because I just like women to have fabulous things during the holidays and we make our money on the skincare. But anyway, yeah, so there's that. And then don't forget to use your podcast, podcast, a promo code. You'll get 50% off on the CBD products right now. And the sudden youth mask. And the mask. <laughs> yes, the mask. Okay, that's great. the one that's got uh, ten, eight to ten eight treatments in one container. All right, my guys, we love you. We had fun. I hope you all tune in next Wednesday at noon. Catch the podcast in between the hearings so you can go listen to the hearings and see how the Republicans are destroying democracy. And then you come listen to me and see how entertainment is. <laughs> all right, so I'll see you guys next week. Bye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.